0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the 48-yard line. Second down, 13. Brady lobs one downfield. Caught ball by Gronkowski. Inside the 20 to the 15-10. Gronkowski to the 5 to the 4-yard line. Holy <laughs> rockamole. Third down, 18. Dropping Gannon, looking Gannon, looking Gannon. Those up the middle. And it's at the other side! At the 30! Derek Brooks 30! Brooks to the 29. 20. Derek Brooks all the way. There it is. The daggers in. There. We're gonna win the Super Bowl! Super Bowl, baby! This is the big nasty! Yeah, big nasty, Hall of Fame Tempe Buccaneer fan, baby.
1: This is Mike Allstott, Tempe Buccaneers, and you're listening to the Cannon Fire Podcast.
0: Cannon Fire! brother you ain't listening and you're missing out
2: welcome ladies and gentlemen to the final episode of the cannon fire podcast for the year 2020 It is my birthday. I just got to say that right off of the rip. December 31st, New Year's Eve. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen, and happy birthday to myself, your host, Rhett Matthew, as always. Joined alongside me, just as he has been this entire calendar year, my good buddy and co-host, the Philly Bucks fan himself. Mr. Too Legit to Quit and uh, definitely didn't quit on us today like our other special guest did, Evan Wanish. Evan, how how are you doing, my friend? I feel like I know the answer to this question, but, uh, but how are you?
3: I'm doing good. How are you?
2: I'm all right. I, I could be better. It's, it's
3: it's the same. It's the same answer every time. But, yeah, you
2: know. yeah. I don't know why I ever expect anything different <laughs> from you. But okay, so. <sighs> this show it is it is the last episode of the cannon fire podcast for 2020 and i assume every time people... you say
3: that i think you're like i think you're saying like when you first said it yeah it was like oh this this is the last this is the last episode yeah, so surprise I... surprise okay, it's I... the
2: last it's yeah. the last one i didn't know all right um, sorry so it's the last show of the year it is our weekly game preview show and i'll be honest with you the bucks are playing the falcons this week They have a chance to push their record to 11 and five, defend the home turf and the Pewter uniforms,
3: which which we both predicted at the beginning of the season that they would go 11 and five.
2: Yes, we did. And it it looks like a favorable matchup. But I'm just going to preface this right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you want uh, a legitimate game preview like we normally do, well, you can go ahead and listen to the show from two weeks ago when we previewed the Falcons game, because I feel like between now and then not a whole lot has changed between these two teams.
3: No, not really. Uh, it seems like the Bucks are going to have Ronald Jones, uh, which will which will help. Um, and it doesn't – I don't know. Julio Jones didn't practice again, I think, uh, yesterday, which is – we're recording this on Thursday. So uh, it would have been a Wednesday practice. I don't think he practiced. And, uh, yeah, the Bucks are starting to get a little bit healthier, which is a good sign. So, um, yeah, they should have Jones. Hopefully, I think they'll try to get Jones to 1,000 yards. I think it'll be tough. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they're what, 40 yards away from Mike Evans. I'm sure they'll probably yeah. get that for
2: him. Yeah, Bruce uh, made it clear that he's a really big part of the game plan this week. They want to make it happen whatever way they can. And honestly, with Mike Evans and 40 yards, I think this offense, if they come out rolling, they can get that done on the first drive and then worry about the game for the rest of the afternoon. <laughs> like, yeah, I know the Falcons normally do a lot to try and double team and slow down Mike Evans. But the way Brady was slinging it last week, it's almost like feels like that's going to be hard to do.
3: Yeah, Um. I, I, if, if Evans comes out on the first drive or so and gets 40 yards and gets his 1K, maybe you see him for another drive. I don't know if you see him the entire game. Uh, r- regardless of if it's a blowout or not, because I, with the Bucks receiving depth, you can afford to sit one of them. You yeah. can afford to sit Mike Evans or Chris Godwin or even both. I think if you sat both, you could still win the game with Antonio Brown, Tyler Johnson, and Scotty Miller, because you still have Gronkowski and Brayton and Jones and stuff. So, um, if you wanted to sit both your receivers in the second half, you probably could.
2: Yeah. Not saying
3: they on- not saying they're going to do that, but.
2: Depending on what the scoreboard says, I'm sure we'll have to wait and see. Bruce said that this week, you know, they're playing to win. And I think that's what that's what you do. Um, I actually was putting together the hype video this week, and I used a clip from that Herm Edwards, uh, that press conference. You play to win the game. That's one of my favorite things ever, because when you see people on Twitter or you see people anywhere that people argue, everybody's like, well, why don't you just sit the whole team? Because this Mm -hmm. game doesn't matter. We're already in there. And at the but very those, end of that little speech, he says, you know what, if you're going to sit here and tell me that it doesn't matter, then you can just leave. You can retire and get
3: out. Yeah, so, I mean, the only way I would be in favor of just sitting your entire team is if they were locked into the sixth seed and there's nowhere else they could go. Right. Then, then what is the point? Um, maybe play your starters for like a quarter or something. Have it be like a preseason game. If, you, if you're completely locked into that sixth seed and there's nowhere else to go, there's no point in playing your starters because the game, win or lose, does not matter. Um, but yeah, they, they still have stuff to play for. Uh, they, can, they can not get the seventh seed, which is good news, so they can't drop the seven. Uh, it'll be either six or five. And uh, it's pretty simple. Win and you're at five. Loss and and uh, and a Rams win and you're at six. But the Bucks could still lose, and if the Rams lose, the Bucks still get five. So Rams are going to be without Jared Goff. They're probably going to be without Cooper Cup. So it's it's something to definitely monitor. So um, so the Bucks there is a scenario where the Bucks could lose but still get the fifth seed.
2: Yeah. Really quickly, before we go any further, we are contractually obligated to let you guys know that this podcast is brought to you by our good friends at betonline.ag. The NFL regular season is pretty much over and the playoffs are about to kick right back up, but there's a lot of great bets going on over at Bet Online. Listen, if you've got a good feeling about a certain team that's going to put a stop to what Kansas City has been doing all season, well, you can go check it out over at Betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals, the team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And of course, you've always got the online casino, never closes. So head over to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Evan, I am disappointed. Mm-hmm. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a lot of things. I'm a lot of mm-hmm. things. So so for the folks who might not have been aware, uh, we were supposed to on, Hang on, hang
3: on a... real quick. Hang on real quick. Okay, so it okay. says uh, the Falcons have uh, a positive COVID test from a member of the team, but it's just one. So they're just going to conduct business virtually today, so... Um. Doesn't sound like anything like too serious, but just, just one. Yeah. One well, positive some more test. news
2: coming out today. You saw the Browns. I think had two positive tests. Yeah, so they no, Browns down their facility. That again. game's
3: like that game might be in some jeopardy. Yeah,
2: definitely. Really big game for the Browns as well. Um, but going back to what I had said, let's let's keep talking about me because that's my favorite topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just I'm disappointed. I'm I'm let down. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of hurt. But oh, her, a really good friend heart, of the okay. show was supposed to be here for my birthday spectacular and um, to put it straight, he didn't even wake up today like he just he mm-hmm. he's still sleeping like a baby as we record this I think
3: yep yeah, yeah that, that guy think...
2: was uh, Mr. Buck's Nation aka James ah. Hill you guys might have heard of him but uh, so let's go through the text exchange shall we mm-hmm. yep I'll so we it. started a group chat. It's me Evan and James we've had it for a couple months talked about the TB12 method, how terrible that was for him. <laughs> I text him I text him yesterday, right? We're talking about the Jadon Mickens news. Jadon Mickens, by the way, promoted back up to the active roster. Kenyon Barner put on uh, the reserve list. And so Jadon Mickens will be back returning punts and kicks for the Buccaneers in Week 17, which kind of feels like the same thing we had before, but I, I guess yeah, I'll take I, it.
0: I, I
3: don't know. I, I, so I guess. Mickens is James'
2: boy, right? So he's the first guy I think of. And um, here we go. We said, uh, I said, James, I have a proposition for you, friendo. And then, um, you know, we go back and forth and he's like, what's the proposition? I said, tomorrow we're recording our last podcast of the year and I'd love nothing more for you to join us. I'm going to try and put the phone number out. We can do a QA and a format since there doesn't seem to be a lot to preview for this Sunday's game, which is a true statement. Both of those true statements. And we did float out the phone number. Here's what's crazy. We got six missed calls and nobody left us a voicemail.
3: (laughs) gotta leave us a voicemail we, guys we got one text we appreciate message, the call but
2: we got one text message from the 407 that said hi and i think skype will charge me if i text you back so hello from the 407 um but yeah i mean between the you know the lack of voicemails that were really going to carry the show today and then the absence of james which was also going mm-hmm. to carry the show today um i'm just gonna go ahead and turn it over to you evan what's on the slate today buddy because i am completely unprepared
3: all right, so we got. It's the, my birthday. I
2: got the day off.
3: Yeah, so uh, we can talk about what what we got for Christmas. Oh
2: yeah,
3: there we um, go. Um, yeah, because we, we hadn't had a show since you know what was that December? It was twenty third. Twenty third was it? Okay, so yeah, Christmas Eve and Christmas. So how how was your how was your Christmas Eve and Christmas? Did you do anything special?
2: It was good, man. I, I got to see most of my family. Everybody lives a good you know car ride away from each other, so. I got to see my grandparents, my aunt, my uncle, some of my cousins, my mom Um, hung out with Bree's family for a little while, which was really good. Um, So that was that was a big deal to me. Like, I haven't seen my grandparents since before, you know, the whole thing started. Um, So it's been almost a year since I've seen them. So seeing them for Christmas was pretty damn cool. And I'll tell you that the gifts this year came in clutch, man. I don't know anybody watching over on YouTube, but I'm sure you can see the. the new and fancy setup behind me. Normally I have three jerseys hanging up. Now I have five. And if you can kind of hint or pick up what I did here with the pattern, I've got from left to right, I've got my cream sickle warren sap, my brand new Mike Allstott jersey. Thanks, baby. And then I've got the Levante David You're welcome. alarm clock in the middle. I've got the Pewter Custom Redicus. And then I've got my stitched Mike Evans jersey at the end. By the way, shout out to Evan. He, he sent me some money for my birthday, so I don't feel like a uh, is much of a broke bitch this year.
3: There you go. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. I mean, hey, you know, that's a that's that's the least I could do. Without without you, the show literally doesn't run. So. Um... <laughs> Like it, it literally, it, guys. Like you can't. Like that. People will say, "Why don't you do it on your own?" I, I can't. I don't have. Like if if Rhett isn't available, I can't do the show. So, <laughs>
0: um,
3: yeah. I, uh, for Christmas, I yeah I went went over to my grandfather's house on Christmas Eve. Saw a few relatives. Um, Christmas morning, woke up, opened everything, got some cool stuff. I got a lot of buck stuff, a lot of non-buck stuff, Got a bud. lot of
2: Brady stuff.
3: Um. Yeah, I did. I got um, I got two two Brady pictures of him in a in a Bucks uniform. Um, I got, got a Super Bowl <laughs> ticket. So, yeah, I I did, but not. Yeah, well, you you make it sound like I'm going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so I, I got, it was this, it was this collage thing that was framed and it was of Brady and like his six Super Bowl championships and it had like one of the, the tickets in there, I think from the one versus the Rams. So it was the last one he won. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was cool. And then a, a funny story is, uh, I got it. Well, I got a TV 12 shirt. I got another one of those. And then my mom ended up getting me a hat. But it's this exact hat. <laughs> it's, so now I have two of the same hats. So well, I'm, I'm well, gonna You see. don't need
2: one of them. You, just, you let me know because I'm sure I got some outfits that will match pretty well.
3: Uh, okay, yeah, well. We'll <laughs> see. We're, we're still trying to short out the whole return policy thing. Because what had happened was I had told her to get me a, a TB12 hat. But I guess when I sent the link to her, it had automatically gone back to the default one. Oh and no, this was the default one. So it she was like, Okay, I guess I'll order that and like, it was just a, it was just a screw up, so <laughs> whatever. It's, it's all good. But then I mean I got some Sixer stuff, I got some flyer stuff, um got some office stuff, uh oh, yeah? the office the T V show. Not not, you know you got, like got a new stapler,
2: new day planner, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah th- that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. Pens, <laughs> so I got, you know, um I got a ton of candy. That's I am oh, yeah. loaded up on candy right now, between yeah. my stocking and everything, and I mean, mostly I pick out my own candy pretty much, That uh, I, I let Santa deal with the rest of the presents, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed the candy, and a lot of it, full disclaimer, a lot of it is gone, um, so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, other than that though, not really a whole lot, yeah. so.
2: Well, if you guys got any uh, really good bucks gear or anything you want to share for the holidays, definitely let us know in the comments section over on our YouTube. Or just give us a shout on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannon Fire Podcasts. So, believe it or not, up until this point, we do have some Buccaneer news I wanted to talk about pertaining to the game this Sunday. We had mentioned it briefly earlier with Ronald Jones returning back to practice yesterday. But another key guy returned to practice, and that was number 24, Carlton Davis. So, Carlton Davis coming off of that groin injury and uh, Bruce kind of put it, they're a little touch and go on it. And, um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I definitely feel a little bit better with a guy like Carlton Davis sitting out for this game than I do for Ronald Jones. Because, you know, last week we had talked about the importance of getting Ronald Jones going before the playoffs officially start. So I think for him, a good a healthy amount of carries on Sunday should be good. But Carlton, what do you think about him? You think he plays?
3: Um, He might play. He might be on a limited snap count, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll might end up playing but on a limited in a limited capacity I think he actually he suffered the injury against the Falcons and missed the, the Detroit game completely obviously it turned out they didn't really need him um which was good but um, I, I think they're gonna try to get him to go I, I, I think they're not gonna push him though uh, I think they want him as healthy as possible for the playoffs but also same thing with Jones almost I yeah you feel better about it. Um, but do you want Carlton Davis's first action to be in a playoff game? Um, you know, I don't know. You you you'd like him to get a little bit of action. So uh, it doesn't seem like Julio Jones is probably going to play. So um, Calvin Ridley it is, and uh, Calvin Ridley shredded him last time. So yeah, maybe there'll be some some redemption uh, for for the whole Buck secondary, really. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, as, as far as Jones, like, like we said, we want to get him going for the playoffs. Um, and then Davis, I think Mike Edwards was at practice, too, I think. Uh, because he had gotten injured during the Detroit game. And he didn't return, but I, but I think if, if he needed to return, he could have, but obviously in that situation, he didn't have to. So I think he was in practice in a limited capacity. He might be another guy that's on like a, on kind of like a, like a snap count. So yeah. And I definitely Uh,
2: think that this is the game where you see a lot of those snap counts come into play, particularly, I think most of where you'll see it is along that defensive line. I think you'll see a lot more Jeremiah led better this week. He had a good game last week with the sack that he had, um, I think you'll see a good rotation, just keeping your guys fresh in there, depending on how this game goes. Mm-hmm. If you need your starters, they'll definitely be out there because the Bucks have made it clear they're playing for that fifth seed. Let's talk a little bit more about the matchup, and this just kind of you know picks up on the game preview we had talked about before. You have to say it again. The Falcons are a team with nothing to play for, so mm-hmm. they would love nothing more than to play upset for Tampa Bay. They already know that they're going to the playoffs either way. But if you can give them a much less favorable seed at the sixth position, they would they would love to do so.
3: Yeah, you always want to be a division opponent. Um, yeah. I don't care when a lot of people say it's a cliche, but uh, I think it's true. When you're facing division, you can basically throw the records out. Um, yeah, the, the records do not typically matter when you're playing a division opponent, and I think that's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Raheem Morris, I still think that Raheem Morris is being considered for the Falcons head coaching job. I I really do. I still think it is. They're playing a lot harder. They're playing teams a lot tougher, and they just haven't been able to close out games. I I seriously think that Raheem Morris right now, I don't think he gets a job. But I think he's being considered for it. And uh, a huge thing for him would be beating the Bucks in week 17. That would be a huge thing for his case to be the head coach. So um, I, I still think he's being considered for the job. So they're not going to sit down. I mean, and those Falcons players seem to really like him. So they're, they're playing tough. They played Kansas City extremely hard last week. Um, I don't understand the Falcons defense because they have routinely gotten shredded. And then they just, like, dominate Kansas City. Even though it felt like Kansas City, it was almost more like Kansas City just being off, kind of, than the Falcons, like, just doing something special. Right. But they still played good. I'll still give them credit. And then, obviously, of course, they find another way to lose a close game in the end when young Koo, who's been very reliable this season.
2: Pro Bowler.
3: Yeah, he missed missed a a 38-yard field goal. So that game was probably going into overtime um had he made that and you know so i mean they they just played the defending super bowl champions extremely tough on the road mind you yeah um so there's another road game for them and i'm sure they, they it left a sour taste in their mouth last week uh they were up 17 on this bucks team a few weeks ago and they let it slip i don't think they want to do it again but i just think the bucks are probably just the better team and the bucks still have stuff to play for so yeah um speaking of that stuff to play for though I did want to, to ask you something. Okay. So let's assume that the Bucks get the fifth seed. Let's assume that they do.
2: You know what happens when we assume? What? It makes an ass out of you and me. It's happened before here on the show. Okay. But <laughs>
3: well, okay. Well, whatever. We're, we're, I'm going to predict that the Bucks get the fifth seed. Okay. How's that? Uh, I'll I use like that word. I, like
2: I like the choice of words. It is It is minor, but go. major in a lot of ways.
3: Gotcha. So, I'm going to predict that the Bucks get the fifth seed. So, in that case, they would play the NFC East team on the road. They they'd have to go on the road. And the Buccaneers Uh, six and
2: two on the road this season.
3: Yep. Yeah. It's I actually didn't realize that until like I looked like I saw a stat. I looked back on. I was like, oh wow, like they are. Um, And they've kind of.
2: I feel like they've carried this you know road warrior identity with them for a couple of years, even before Brady got here.
3: Yeah, yeah. Even before Arians got here, I feel like they were, have always been better on the road than at home. Yeah, um, like even with Cutter, I think that the year they went nine and seven, I think they were either five and three or six and two on the road, something like that. Um, that in twenty sixteen, they won a lot of road games. Um, so I mean, that's good. That's what you're gonna have to do in the playoffs. Obviously, in this case, um, but they're gonna be playing an NFC East team, which will be one of the Washington Football Team the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Giants. Now I want to ask you which team out of those three would you most want to face? And which team would you least want to face? And why? I want to
2: play Dallas. Dallas is the matchup that seems the most favorable out of all of them. Um, and I'll tell you the team that I would want to face the least solely because of their front four is Washington. Uh, Ron Rivera always had a really good way of just, you know, making the box look stupid. Um, I know that they're still kind of struggling at the quarterback position. I think they had mentioned Alex Smith might be good to go for this weekend. Um, But that defensive line, Chase Young, you know, any team in the NFL can beat Tom Brady as long as they pressure him. And and I think Washington is probably the best out of the bunch to do that. But when it comes to the favorable matchups, I think any NFC East team is, you know, a pretty good matchup compared to what you would get in the sixth seed. But uh, I, I like Dallas out of those three teams.
3: Yeah, I do too. Um, the Giants might actually be a close second for me because they're not playing good football right now. They had that little stretch where they won a few games and they beat Seattle and everybody was on them. And Daniel Jones has not been good. He's just bad, and man. Like, that's, if you want me honest, he's what's like,
2: holding that team back. <laughs>
3: Well, if, oh, if you want to be honest, I would rather face, like, Daniel Jones at quarterback than Andy Dalton right now. Yeah. You know, for, like, but Dallas is, like, a team and a defense. I'd rather play them. So that's where I, I go to Dallas. Their defense as a whole is why I would want to play them. But if, if you're just talking quarterback, I'd want to play Daniel Jones. <laughs> like, yeah. I would want to play Daniel Jones. <laughs> um, So... I I agree with you, though. It would probably go for me. I think it's probably the same for you. Uh, One, Dallas. Two, New York. Three, Washington. So, um, and I'm glad I said we were texting during the, the Dallas Philly game. I'm glad they don't have to play Philly is like i I know the two teams i know the best in the nfl are the bucks and the eagles and i know that the eagles would not be a good matchup for the bucks the eagles have a solid front four they got fletcher cox brandon graham malik jackson
2: well we know that most offenses that run the way that they do always have a field day with tampa bay
3: yeah exactly like Jalen hurts would have like 150 rushing yards against this bucks team like This be, I, it, And it would seem like they're like not prepared at all for him. Like They didn't think he was going to run. Um, so that's why I was like, man, that's not a great matchup. But luckily, they wanted not to play them. So I do think that Dallas would be the most favorable just because Dallas's defense. Uh, I know you could say, oh, they, well, they look good the last few weeks. Um, I mean, they played the Bengals without Joe Burrow. And they look good. Uh, they played the 49ers, but they gave up a bunch of points. I think over 30, the 49ers. And then... Um, they looked pretty bad in the, in the first half against the Eagles, but then really cleaned it up. But a lot of the Eagles things were just self-inflicted mistakes. The Eagles were still driving the ball pretty good. Um, so I, I think that, and Jalen Hurts is not Tom Brady. So I, I think um, I think that in that case, uh, traveling to Dallas, and also that's in, inside, so you don't have to worry about weather. Uh, that's another key. Washington and New York you'd both have to worry about the temperature. Yeah. So that that's another big key of why I think Dallas is favorable. So here's the deal. If Washington beats Philadelphia on Sunday night, the Bucks and and the Bugs win. The Bucs are playing Washington in the first round. If so Dallas and New York are playing I believe 425. So, so, so the winner Dallas
2: or or I the winner of that game Yep. If Washington loses, is who will the Bucks be, will play.
3: Yes. So if for the Washington,
2: Bucks, it's winning you're in. For those other yep. two teams, win in a Washington loss, they're loss. in. So definitely yep. just a wide Boom. open division.
3: Yep. It can be. It can literally be any of them. And but if I had to guess right now, I'm gonna say they're gonna play Dallas. Yeah. I really think the Bucs are going to beat the Falcons, and then Dallas is going to beat the Giants, and then I think the Eagles are going to beat the – Red. Uh, sorry, I almost said Redskins. It's a habit. you know. Just change it like – what do you want their name to be? I, I like Red Wolves.
2: I like but... Red Wolves too just because of the historical aspect of it, you know what I mean, tying everything together. That's why I like certain team names in the NFL, like the Buccaneers – they're called the Buccaneers because Tampa Bay was a city founded by pirates, Jose Gaspar and all that stuff. So it makes sense. It ties together. Um, so for uh, you know, as far as that goes, I like the Red Wolves the best.
3: Yeah. So uh yeah, so basically I think that Dallas is going to beat New York and then Washington is going to lose to Philly. I just I have a feeling Philly really wants to win this game, but they also don't want to put Dallas in the playoffs. so that that's that's the that's the tricky thing but i just i just have a strange feeling um philly's been close the last few weeks to really breaking out they almost beat arizona uh two weeks ago played tough against dallas in the first half and then just sort of fell off in the second half but I, i just have a feeling that philly's gonna end up beating them and the bucks are gonna travel to dallas and play the cowboys um so let's let's look at this if they get the sixth seed They're playing the Seahawks. That's, I think that's pretty almost set in stone. Almost. Well, there is a uh, chance. Green Bay
2: still has a shot to lock up the number one seed, right?
3: Green, yeah. Green Bay has not locked up the number one seed. Uh, Green Bay, New Orleans, and even Seattle. Seattle can potentially get the number one seed. Oh, Um, oh, uh, oh. So you could be seeing a possibility of the Bucks traveling to Green Bay or traveling, traveling to New Orleans. Um, I don't know how those scenarios turn out. I don't know what, what would need to happen. Um, I do know that. So if green Bay wins, they get the number one seed. If they beat Chicago done. So, uh,
2: I interrupt your playoff bulletin to let you know that there is some breaking news. I just got a text message from the man of the hour himself. Uh, oh yeah, there he is. I'm sure he is feeling plenty shame. Should we let him into the into the call here, or should we just kind of carry on? Because I mean, I we're mean, at the we're at the 26 minute mark, and I really think we could use some good ass content to wrap this year up, huh?
3: Well, if 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 he can get on here quickly,
2: all right, I'll, I'll send him a text. I'll keep you updated. Maybe we'll just we'll just chime him in during the show sometime, but. <laughs>
3: Oh goodness! James
2: Hill, everybody, just you know, thirty minutes late, but it's okay.
3: He's he's fashionably late. It's all right. That's what he does, <laughs>
2: man. He's Mister. He's money bags. He's he's too good to talk to us. He's the king of YouTube. He's got money to make. Exactly. So. Really quickly, before we get him on here, I wanted to talk a little bit more about the playoffs since we are looking ahead the way that we are. And, and a couple of important things. One that we went over was matchups. You know, It's mm-hmm. a lot different when you're analyzing matchups in the playoffs than it is the regular season because, like we've mentioned, the playoffs, it's that one game, and if you one. lose, you go home.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, it's...
2: But another thing, I, I think, is momentum. And for this Buccaneers team, it's hard to ignore, but three, uh, three wins in a row, looking to get mm-hmm. their fourth, and Tom Brady playing like an absolute madman. I'm sure at this point has to look pretty optimistic for the playoffs.
3: Yeah, I mean, it does. Uh, you also you have to look at the competition that they're playing, but a win's a win in the NFL. Uh, yeah. I don't really care how you get it. Um, you ask any NFL player and it's extremely tough to win in the NFL and to, to string together three or four straight wins is very difficult. Um, I don't believe the Bucks have a four-game win streak this year. I think they, they have a three-game win streak, but they don't have a four because they the three-game win streak was Packers, Raiders, Giants. That was their three-game win streak.
2: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hold on here. Hold okay. On here. Let's see if I can merge these calls. That's a button I've never pressed before on this.
3: let's try Um, that one out
2: yeah right let me go ahead and throw this up just in case we have any technical difficulties on hold hello hello
1: i don't want to talk about it
2: oh man there he is ladies and gentlemen hold on let me get evan back in here
1: (laughs) i don't want to talk about it how you doing buddy i don't want to talk about it. what's the matter
2: what do you mean
1: (laughs) what are we talking about
2: we don't have anything to talk about we weren't talking about anything
1: I don't want to talk about it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, James Hill is here. We're calling Evan, who who hasn't connected just yet. Um... <laughs> I, I don't want
1: to talk about it. <laughs> so what's going on? Did you oversleep? or? Uh... I literally... Okay. I fell asleep at 11 a.m. I woke up at 3 a.m. or I, I fell asleep at 11 p.m., woke up at 3 a.m. I don't buy oh, that back for is... a
2: minute. I don't believe that you no, went to bed at 11 p.m. I think you I think what happened is you thought about going to bed at 11 p.m. and then 2:30 nope, a.m. rolled around and you're like, "Oh my god, we got to do a show at 10 a.m." so you went Hold you on. went you went to sleep at 2:45.
1: <laughs> Fell back asleep at 5 a.m. You said to Siri, "Hey Siri, set an alarm for 9:30 a.m." Oh no. no you can't <laughs> what the Siri hell? For Listen.
2: Said to Siri, James, do "You want to turn your camera on? Or are you still in your PJs?" No, I'm good. Okay.
1: All right.
3: Uh, I, yeah, there I he said, is. I said,
1: There's I said to the Siri, culprit. I said to Siri, "Hey Siri, set an alarm." No, wait, no, now it's gonna do it now. <laughs> I told, <laughs> I told my phone to set an alarm for uh, 9:30 a.m. and it didn't. I guess it didn't do it.
2: Oh man, well you got here in just the nick of time because we were reeling without you. I think we were about to wrap things up after we talked about the playoffs. But welcome to the show, my friend. How how are you, James Hill, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bucks Nation uh casually late but you know it's it's cool all is forgiven buddy it's... i don't even think
1: it's i don't even think it's casual at this point it,
2: did you did you see all the uh did you see all the stuff we had for you in the group chat
1: i don't even want to look at it
2: <laughs> there's quite, a bit. It's, it's there's quite good good stuff. a bit it's good
0: stuff
1: <laughs> i i literally uh, all i saw was i i literally i i looked i i got up i looked at the thing it said 10 30 instead of uh, a 9:30. i went oh shoot mm. and then i looked down i saw a Thirty notifications, and I thought, "Oh no, this can't be good." Oh, <laughs> and man. then I just, and then I just see ninety percent of Evan with screenshots. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I, I sent well, some, some, some good, good there's in there, the, dudes. Yeah. There was some was great screen-
2: gifts. It, it was good was content.
3: Good <laughs> yeah, you, you're gonna have to look out for that. Yeah, I was screenshotting the text where you were like, "Yeah, I should be good to go," and I screenshotted that, and go. then I, I sent good like to, a yeah. bunch of like memes or whatever. Yeah.
1: Oh man. no! So it is our
2: last <laughs> show of the year, the Cannon Fire Podcast, episode 158, I believe. Uh, it is Red's <clears throat> birthday, um, and you know we were talking about yeah. yeah you
3: were late on Red's birthday. Of yeah, all day. come on, dude.
1: come
3: on! You're born on New Year's Eve. That's
1: hardcore. That's uh, pretty awesome, right?
3: Everybody's he celebrating. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. Oh my God! <laughs>
1: Nobody ever told me when your birthday was, Rhett.
2: <laughs> oh man, I could pull up the birthday text from last year. Um Anyways, I'm not mad. He he
3: just forgot. It's like he forgot to set an alarm. His alarm. He he just never set it. I am not bitter. Stop blaming the phone, James. I'm not bitter, just mad. Um... (laughs) So, James, I, I hope, you know, for 2021, this is this is your year. This is how it's going to go. We're going to bring this up every time. Well,
2: you know what? Since you're here, we're going to go ahead and put you on the hot seat. Let's talk about the playoffs and some of the matchups. We talked about some of the more favorable matchups, the less favorable matchups. But what we were talking about when you texted me was the momentum of this Bucks team headed into the postseason, which is exactly what you want at this time of year to go from seven and five to potentially eleven and five with a win this Sunday you know, four games in a row, your quarterback playing like one of the best in the league. He honestly kind of got snubbed for uh, air player of the week by a backup, but we won't talk about that part. Um, but yeah, just this momentum that this team carries. You know, you look at a team like Pittsburgh, uh, they are definitely reeling at the worst possible time. So pretty glad that the Buccaneers are not in that position. But James, what do you make of the Bucks and uh, how they shape up for the playoffs? I mean, it's
1: it's huge, you know, going depending on how this week 17 goes going into that first round of the playoffs they need as much momentum as possible you know um they just came off of a 47 to 7 win versus the lions which was huge especially tom brady you know i know some some people were very upset that you know he was taken out of the second half i feel like it was the right call anyway yeah well it Um, helped
2: you win your fantasy league this year so it definitely was the right call
1: huh well, you know you do what you got to do uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah anyway uh you know uh but it seems like finally everybody's firing on all cylinders you know regardless of the circumstances with the lines and everything um depending on how this Falcons game goes and in, t- in continuity with that momentum is going to be Really important because I think aside from, you know, maybe a couple of teams, there there's nobody you should really take lightly in round number one of this playoffs. You know, uh, if they're playing the Seahawks, you know, I've seen a lot of people kind of say, oh, we can take the Seahawks. It's a great matchup. Uh, that's, that's the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, I you know what, there was a guy in my comment <laughs> section
2: the other day that was like, oh, you know, we can totally take Seattle. We can beat them up all day. Like, can, can we really? How many yards is DK Metcalf going to finish with in that game? Like, come the hell on, dude.
1: Yeah. You know, and and between that, Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson and all the other guys, you know, it it would be a tough matchup. The Washington football team or the Dallas Cowboys, the the Giants, whoever wins that NFC East. I mean, those guys wouldn't have winning records, whichever one wins, uh, you know, except for. Well, no, it's not possible for any of them to have a winning record at this point, is it?
3: Nope, nope. I think uh, seven, I seven f- wins is the magic number.
2: Dude, I can't yeah. believe a team that's seven and nine or six and ten is about to make the damn
1: playoffs. Yep, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a great system. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, regardless, you know, especially for those younger guys, for the veterans, I feel like you know, momentum is so important. But especially for those younger guys, they're probably going to have a lot of, uh, you know mental stuff going on, whether they want to or not. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. natural for them. You know, year one, year two guys nervous as hell going into their first playoff game. So they need that good streak of play, you know, to to have that confidence level going in to round number one. So, uh, yeah, I'd say it's extremely important, especially depending on whoever they need to play. Absolutely. And you brought up kind
2: of the young guys on the team, which is a pretty good thing to remember. You know, I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day about... You know, yeah, the Bucs are looking like a playoff team. I think they can make some noise. Tom Brady is a guy that you don't want to bet against in the postseason. But that's something else that's important to remember is, let's say this team wins in round one, and then they play New Orleans. Or let's just say they fall to the sixth seed, and then they play New Orleans. You know, my buddy said Tom Brady got clowned by the Saints twice. Tom Brady is going to make sure that it doesn't happen a third time. Well, the fact of the matter is, TB twelve can't go out there and play some defense. He cannot That's all.
3: Just I was literally about to say he, he cannot
2: <laughs> do it himself. And I think I speak for most Bucks fans here when I'm sure that every guy in that locker room is chomping at the bit to get New Orleans once again. But from a realistic standpoint, this team has not shown me that they can compete with New Orleans, and it's kind of a shame because they're a division rival, and you kind of should be over this. Bruce Arians zero and four against New Orleans during his time in Tampa Bay, but. Yeah, like I, I guess that's just what we're gonna shift the conversation to. Like, what the hell do we do if, uh, you know, your young guys just crap the bed against New Orleans? Because that's what I see happening is that those young guys who are not experienced and a New Orleans team that is already in their heads before the game starts, it just doesn't seem like a good combo.
3: It's not. <laughs> if, if they want, if they want to get even to the. NFC championship game, they got to avoid New Orleans. Um, that is like, I think every team almost every year pretty much has that team that like they're looking at and they're like, Oh, can we like avoid them for for the AFC? Every AFC team, it's gotta be Kansas city. Like you gotta be like, just avoid some, somebody knock off Kansas city. Um, Buffalo's good. But like, even like, even like Buffalo fans are probably like, can somebody beat Kansas city first before we have to play them? Um, so in, in the, in in the NFC for the Bucks, it's the saints. And, uh, um, for some teams, I'm sure it's the Packers. For some teams, it's probably the Seahawks. Um, but for the Bucks, it's, it's the the Saints. And I don't know. The Packers might not want to play the Bucks again because. I mean, the Packers really don't match up well with the Bucks. Um, they really don't. Even in so. Lambo in January. I mean, I mean, oh, that game. that'll definitely that'll definitely factor in. But I'm just saying, as far as like matchup team wise go, yeah. Um, the Packers probably would want to avoid Tampa. Um, and it's probably want to say play. that
2: because I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers. What 45 touchdowns, five picks this year, basically, you know, an MVP in a category all by himself.
3: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's. I think it's either going to be him, Mahomes, or Allen for MVP. So it'll be those three guys. Uh, yeah, but it, it, it's crazy. But they might want to avoid them. But the Bucks, yeah, they gotta avoid New Orleans. They just, they, just like you said, they're just in their heads. Bruce Arians, zero four. Go, go ahead, James. Well, I was gonna say I've seen I like some. The, people... I like
2: the polite raise of the hand there too. Yeah, for anybody nice. Watch it on the video.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen some people say, you know, they're starting to try and come back and say, well, you know, third time's the charm. We can beat the Saints. There is literally nothing that I have seen yeah. from the past two games this year that's given me any indication that this team can defeat the New Orleans Saints. Z- yeah. Zero, no, literally exactly. zero,
3: top and, to and bottom, outclass. Yeah, that's why if, if they if they play the Saints, I will not be picking them to win. they've shown me no evidence, they can't even stay in these games. Like that, it's not even like they're three point games or anything. The last time they played, they lost by thirty five. I mean there's that's no evidence that you can hang with them now a road game in the playoffs. I mean, come on, like
2: now let's know. look at that thirty five point loss because it's hard to ignore and as the regular season wraps up this weekend, I think it's pretty safe to say at this point that that is the outlier of the Buccaneers' season. You didn't see another team really manhandle like that well uh, there
3: there's 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 three outliers, I think, one tour. Well, two are bad for Bucks, two are one's good for the Bucks. The good thing is the Bucks aren't that bad to lose 38 to thirty eight to three. The bad thing is the Bucks are not going to beat the Packers thirty eight to ten again. Oh yeah, so definitely they're not, not that good. And they're not good enough to beat every team by forty like they just did Detroit. Those are the two the three outliers.
2: Yeah. No, I definitely think that's fair. Um, but when you look at the teams that you know, really manhandled Tampa Bay in the first half, they ultimately lost that game. The Chargers came out, had a big lead. The Falcons as we saw 17 to0, They lost that game. So for the Bucks, you know, they have that second half identity. Yeah, sure, great. But I guess that we just keep circling the wagon back to New Orleans. I just don't I just don't get a good feeling. Like, you know, you look at the Super Bowl season, okay, For a lot of people, the team that was that team for the Bucks, was the Eagles, who they finally knocked off in the playoffs. They shut down the vet. It was a glorious day. Well, two bad things there. They're not going to be tearing down the Superdome next year. And uh, New Orleans is in our division. And I just feel like they have us so much more figured out than Philly ever did. Like, it, Mm -hmm. it really seems like... Like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, the thing with it?
3: Philly was the Philly was in their heads so much because every time they went to the playoffs, they played Philly, And right. so they just lose, and that then that the, would be it. That was the regular season, every time they would lose. So, yeah, I mean, at halftime of that New Orleans game, week nine, they were down 31 <sighs> nothing. You ain't coming back from that, so um. You know, yeah, the, sure the what the Chargers were up twenty-four to fourteen, I think, at half. The Falcons were up seventeen and nothing and half. Well, Bucks were down thirty-one and nothing to the Saints. So oh, um, and the Saints easily could have dropped like fifty plus if they wanted to, but just like the Bucks kinda in the second half of Detroit, they took their foot off the gas. But um, real quick, James, before we we wrap up, we wanted to get your rankings of the NFC East opponents in ranking of what you'd prefer to play them so dallas washington new york which was your top three of like matchup wise who do you think is the best matchup who do you think is the worst perfect i actually just did this like
1: two days ago uh and well everybody yelled at me but uh it's Were fine Are you late to uh, that one too Oh. Link <laughs> to his own video. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> the first eight minutes of your YouTube video is just an empty chair. <laughs> just nothing. It's just absolutely nothing. I just sit down. Oh, hey guys. uh No. uh So, I would say my bro, my most preferred matchup out of all of those NFC East teams, I would say probably the Giants. Considering you know we already played them and. Not handily beat them, but it was a lot better than how it went last year. And I, I just whenever I look at the Giants, like, yeah, they uh, their defense is still pretty formidable in certain areas. They just signed Logan Ryan to an extension. Uh, their defensive line is really good, but after that, not a whole ton on defense and on offense. They're still without Saquon Barkley, uh, which who who is literally the identity of their offense. Daniel Jones is uh, probably the second weakest quarterback. Uh, situation g- going on right now out of all the teams that are potentially in the playoffs. Um, after that, you know, not a whole lot on offense, minus, you know, just some couple of wide receivers like Sterling Shepard, among some others. Offensive line is a little shaky. Just overall, you know, what are they, a five win
3: team? Five <laughs> wins mean, right now. Yeah, yeah I, I if, mean. If, if they make the playoffs, that means they'll have six wins.
1: Yeah, so they, they're a six win team. So I would, you know, they're, they're not. They have some good pieces on both sides of the football. Still still kind of weak overall. Then I would say the Dallas Cowboys is the uh, second most favorable matchup. Uh, I like Andy Dalton. I think he's a serviceable quarterback. I like their wide receiver trio. And I do like some of the things that they have on the offensive line. They still have Ezekiel Elliott and whatnot, but they're going up against one of the best run defenses in the NFL if they play against each other. The big thing is that defense. Um, I actually wrote this down. Uh, they've had 29 sacks on the season and nine interceptions compared to the Bucks' 47 sacks on the season and 15 interceptions. So, you know, they're struggling to get to the quarterback. They're struggling to get their hand on some uh, interceptions and whatnot. You know, that, that defense is definitely one that Tom Brady could maybe uh, attack there.
3: And What well, about one defense that they couldn't attack, and that's your your third, your that, third that match? That
1: would probably be the Washington football <laughs> team, you know. That, yeah, I mean, they, they got a pretty good defense. Uh, so.
3: So I said, actually, that I would take the Cowboys, and I think Rhett said the Cowboys as well because of the defense. But me and Rhett talked, and we I said that based on those quarterbacks, I would rather play Daniel Jones than play Andy Dalton. You'll get more picks
2: uh, versus Daniel Jones.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think that right now Andy Dalton is playing better than – Daniel Jones, but I think the Giants' defense is better than the Cowboys'. That's why I give the Cowboys the edge. And also, another thing we pointed out is that if the Bucks would play the Cowboys, they'd be going in a dome, and weather wouldn't be a factor. Uh, if they play in New York or play in Washington, it's gonna be pretty cold. As
2: long as they don't have that Detroit turf in there, Ryan Suckup should have a good day.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's well, that's, a, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm switching my answer then. Probably okay, <laughs> I I, did, I just convinced James. I wish. I wish I could convince him to show up the things on time.
2: But, oh man! Um. So really, really quickly as well. I, I don't know the records of every NFC East team, but I think if the Giants, let's say, were to get in with six wins, I think that's a new record for the NFL because I think the last team. Seven so and nine, the seven, Panthers. It was like the 2010 Seahawks, I think. They won was the a, NFC no, it was, West.
3: Two, it was 2014 Panthers. Because I remember the Bucks were like two and seven, and they still had a shot to win the division. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. I think I, I think the Panthers won in at seven, eight, and one. Okay, wow. yeah. And, and then, yeah, so and I think the Panthers won a playoff game, though. And the Seahawks won a playoff game. Yeah, they beat if you, if you uh, I think get beat in, If you get in at seven wins, you're winning a playoff game. So that's not good. Whew, man, That's
2: crazy. It has been a crazy year and I think that there isn't anything more 2020 than a team that's potentially six and 10 making the goddamn playoffs. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the NFL and it is 2020. Um, I I wanted to ask really quickly as we kind of wrap things up here, we are still technically previewing this Sunday's game against the Falcons. I wanted to just do some really quick score predictions and uh, overall how you think the game is going to go. I don't have a weekly checklist this week because I didn't want to put Ryan suck up on it. So I just didn't make one. That's 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 kind of where that happened. Um, but I'll go ahead and throw mine out there first. I do think the Buccaneers win this game. I don't have them winning by nearly as much as I predicted them winning when they played the Falcons last time. Uh, I think it's you know much more stiff of a matchup. I think you get two touchdowns from Tom Brady. I think the Buccaneers win this game 28-25. to 25. They win by a field goal.
0: All
3: right. I'll, uh, I'm going to say uh, that – The offense really clicks. They continue to click, get off to a fast start, um, and they will win 31 to 21.
2: Wow. There you go. What do you
1: got, James?
3: Hmm. I'm going to say 28 to
1: 20. Yeah. I'm going to say 28 to
3: 20 Falcons. All right. Yeah, That's true. yeah.
1: Wait wait wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 no, 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 no. He said, yeah, that's 20, right. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. 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 20, 20, 20, 20, so. Yeah. so two that's picks right. for the Bucks to win this weekend <laughs> and one for the Falcons. Wait, I'll wait. go ahead and put that no, in no, 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 online no, no. and we'll just he, take yeah, James he, money this weekend.
3: Oh, he, no. He, yeah, he, he ends up showing up late and then he picks against them un, unreal.
1: Well, you know why they're going to win is because they have the best returner. On their, you know, finally uh, back. Yeah, they've been saving him for the playoffs just for you, buddy. Because he's back. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. They're just, they were just getting him healthy for the playoffs. They he hasn't getting, been healthy.
1: Yeah, they were getting one of their best players ready for the playoffs. I can't blame him. You know, the guy took, you know, kickoffs in the, in an AFC championship game. He's ready to go. <laughs> uh,
3: okay. Who was, who was that for? Was that for um, Jacksonville? AFC? I thought it was Jacksonville. I thought that's where he was beforehand. So, so he was so- with, uh, Used with uh, Leonard Fournette and that AFC Championship game was against Tom Brady. So, yes, it was. Yeah, yes, it was. The Ladies irony, and
2: gentlemen. I think we're going to start wrapping up our final show of 2020. First and foremost, I want to send a huge thank you to anybody and everybody who checked out the show this year. It was a really good calendar year for the podcast. And, uh, you know, with the postseason right around the corner, this is usually the time of year that we're wrapping up. This is usually our last game preview show. But with the Buccaneers making the postseason for the first time in 13 years, we are more than excited to keep bringing you the same CFP content that we do all year long. It's playoffs time, baby. We got to get past the Falcons first, but damn excited to talk about it. But it's been a really good year for the show. I'd say it's been a really good year for us on social media. Um, what do you guys think? Was Was 2020 good to you? I know it wasn't good to everybody else, but for Tampa sports, it was definitely a breath of fresh air.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's uh it's it's pretty cool. Um I mean, the Lightning winning the Stanley Cup finally yeah, getting over baby. the hump. I don't really care, but it's it's good for for the city of Tampa. Um you know, and then everybody's celebrating the the magic being 4-0 and because they're oh, wow, you're finally relevant. Cool. Um <laughs> I don't care about that either. Mean, the the
2: Tampa state. Bay Raptors off to a blistering ah, start Jesus too, Christ. right? Yeah, oh, well, gonna...
3: and the, those Tampa Bay Raptors lost to those Philadelphia 76ers the other night. So I, think what they, Ra- I think the
1: Raptors are like 0-3.
3: Yeah, they're 0-3, so oh, good man. good job. Now,
1: um, now they're playing like a real Tampa yeah, team. Yeah, that's
3: the Tampa yeah. effect, baby. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, first you freaking ruined Your year here them.
1: always sucks.
3: Yeah. So, But, I mean, you know, uh, a year where we had a an episode – of talking about Tom Brady when he coming to the Buccaneers, uh, a year where we had uh, a show recorded and then we had to go live again because the Buccaneers traded for one of the greatest tight ends of all time. Um, we had a we had a show, you know, where we ate wings because why not?
2: It was our ASMR uh, special.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, we had a show where not everybody was here on time. So, I knew it. I, <laughs> I knew you were going to you know, say it was the best man. one. Those. The, the, those those are the moments i think that that made 2020 and we want to thank you all uh james the honorary third member of cfe when he's here um is, is, is that that's the last one for today at least um, definitely coming back in tw- that that's returning in 2021 we're going to leave everything that everything in 2020 except for that we're not forgetting that so uh happy birthday to to redicus Rhett, uh red mustache matthew yeah uh, if people can go back and see you shave your mustache, if you want to see what he looks like without a mustache, let's go back a little bit. and you, uh, know, you go back a
2: good, see. like, 50 or 60 episodes. Um. I'm pretty sure that, like, <laughs> if you took a screenshot of every episode up until now, between the point uh, yeah. that I shaved it off, you could do, like, a time lapse.
3: Probably. Yeah. I'm, I don't have the time to do that, but sure.
2: I, I think one more thing I want to recognize about 2020, the year that this was... Um, you know, all the episodes that you had mentioned were great. There were a lot of highlights this year. And I remember doing an episode where after we signed Tom Brady, we didn't even know if there was going to be a season this year. Yep. And here we are. The Buccaneers made the playoffs. It is week 17. And uh I hate to say it, but you got to kind of commend the NFL for the way that they handled this year. This year. Why, do you, yeah. why do
3: you hate to say it?
2: I mean, because I don't know. Give you know, a credit. lot of people like, want to point at the different outbreaks, the the teams yeah, I know. moving but games every... around, the shutting Listen. down of facilities. But it was it was bound to happen, and they were prepared it, for yeah, it. Yeah,
3: Exactly, exactly. Great job by the MLB, NFL, NBA doing a great did a great job with the bubble. The NHL did a great job with the bubble. The NBA right now on Christmas Eve reported no positive COVID tests, and they're not even playing in a bubble right now. So uh, it's a great job by everybody, and. Um, yeah, really happy that the season was able to get in. But like you said, there was some uncertainty. We were like, um, is it going to be a 10-game season? And then the preseason got cut. We were like, okay, we can't talk about that now. Right. We were really searching for content, and we were able to find it in all the right places. So
2: Absolutely. Now, James, uh,
3: before well, we early, that? Wait, 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 wait. What was that look for?
2: Because we found content in all the right places. Oh, did it make uh, you uncomfortable? Did-
3: Be a little uncomfortable.
1: Well, whatever. Go, go tell Siri to set an alarm. Okay. See, now he just gets right back to it. You said it was the last one of the day.
3: That was was before that little sassy look you gave me.
2: There you go. What were you saying, Rhett? I was just asking about your twenty twenty retrospective.
1: Um, yeah. For sports, it was great. Uh, yeah. For for sports, it was uh, it was pretty good. You know, the Rays went to the World Series. Lightning won the Stanley and they Cup. Traded
3: their best pitcher. Could
1: hey, you know, it's action? what it's what they do.
2: Somebody, uh, somebody posted a tweet. I think it was Mike on Twitter. That it was one of the funniest things I've ever read. It was like, could you imagine if the Lightning lost to Dallas and then just traded Headman for uh, for prospects picks
3: for draft picks? Yeah. Just, yeah. It, like, it, what if the if, hell? the if the Bucks if the Bucks losing the playoffs and they trade Mike Evans just for like a uh, right. second round pick.
2: Yeah, Bucks make it all <laughs> the way to the Super Bowl and they
1: lose, so they just start shipping people out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, regardless, you know, at least every Tampa based sports team has made the playoffs this year.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like the the rallies
3: make it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I I think think they I
2: think they won the conference championship and then the finals game was never played because of covid. Right. Ah, So I'm pretty sure that's what I heard.
1: You know the Super Bowl is in Tampa. Well, that that's going to be in twenty twenty one. But I mean, uh, they even had WrestleMania in Tampa, days, dude, which is kind of crazy.
3: yeah.
1: Well, was it? It was still technically in Tampa, right? Uh, it was in the Performance Center in Orlando, technically. Right. It, it still counts, Florida. That's you know,
3: not, that's, it's not. It's
1: Flor- It's Florida. It's cool. Uh, yeah, but in terms of sports, it was really good this year, and, and it was a great way to cap it off with like the Buccaneers finally clinching a freaking playoff berth in thirteen years. You know, just it was funny. I, I asked a ton of people, like, how old were you <laughs> whenever the Bucks made the flaps? And I had so many people say, like, I was two, I was one, I wasn't born yet.
3: <laughs> I was <laughs> or, six.
1: So, yeah. yeah, I was eight,
2: eight or nine, I think.
1: Yeah, you know, so I, uh, you know, I was 11, and it's just all these things. Well, wait, you, wait, you were, wait, were you, were, you were 11? Yeah, James I was is old l- as hell, dude. There's yeah. no way.
2: How old are you?
1: I'm 24. Oh, my God. I'm old, dude. I'm an old man. <laughs> I had, uh, you, that's why he you wake up just... so late. Yeah. Uh, that, that, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Ladies great and gentlemen, year.
2: that's just about going to do it for the last episode of 2020. Thank you guys so much for a great year on the show. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those are Cannon Fire Podcast. Best place to go for updates on the show. And, of course, Buccaneer News as it happens. James, thank you so much for being here for the second half of the show today. For the people who don't already know, where can they go to find you and your awesome content?
1: Just uh, just go to YouTube I'm Mister Bucks Nation. That's where we go. You yeah, know, th- that's very nonchalant. <laughs> very nonchalant. What else do you want me to say? I-, I don't know. Maybe be awake. I don't know. I'm I'm always well. I'm not always <laughs> you're not, you're you're not rubbing always your always eyes always. for like twenty Definitely
2: minutes, not. man. <laughs>
1: just, Every time yeah. we're not talking, I see
2: you in your camera. You're yeah, rubbing your eyes. Just getting all it's, this gunk it's half
1: stress half half trying to wake <laughs> up don't
2: be stressed this is a this is a stress-free
1: atmosphere just you be on time
3: no it's okay if,
1: if 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 you go to youtube at mr bucks nation that's where you go uh i don't know if i'm gonna have a video out today probably not because you know what no, you, gotta, you gotta go to sleep i gotta go back to bed <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah you know we, we're doing some cool we woke you up just long here. enough to ruin your morning huh <laughs> we, we have some cool content going on there, you know. Have some more playoff videos getting made before. Uh, well, I'm just having them made before the playoffs even happen. But you know, it, it's fine because I didn't feel like talking about the Falcons this week. So that's what we got going on for the remainder of this week. That's so. yeah, all right. We didn't feel like talking about the Falcons this
2: week either. That's why you. That's why we had you on here, and uh, still that's why it was up, a pretty though. fun show. Ladies and gentlemen, follow that, my co. That's goal. the last
3: jab. I promise.
2: Follow. <laughs> Follow my co-host Evan on Instagram where he'll probably insult you just as much at fucks underscore daily. You can also find him on Twitter at EvanNFL. And last but not least, you can find myself, Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are reticus, R-H-E-T-T-A-K-U-S. If you follow me, I will follow you back. I'm your host, Rhett Matthews, signing off from my co-host Evan Wanish and our special guest, James Hill. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but we will talk to you guys in the postseason. Until then, happy new year. And go box.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient.